I've made a tri I've had a major trigger day today. Oh, freaking hell. Yeah. And now? Oh, shit. First time in about two years, I'd say. Bloody hell. Yeah. But I put myself in a situation. Yeah. To get On myself purpose. triggered. Did you? <laughs> and, it, and it worked. Yeah. <laughs> the experiment worked. <laughs> yeah, it worked. <laughs> Lost all control. Yeah. Oh, no yeah, way. Crazy. Yeah, I, was, I know. I was dead excited to come on and tell you all. It was like, I was on the phone to you, wasn't I? Well, you, you, were, you were there, wasn't you? Or you were here, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I'm You're in a trial. Be more human. Yeah, the inner child was always. Is it because we were doing this tonight? Is that why you did it? Because we were no. doing the inner child tonight? No, it wasn't like. No, no, it was just I. I was like, I knew that the situation triggered me, but I didn't mentally prepare for the trigger, so I didn't like um. I didn't like create any mindfulness before it and didn't create any consciousness around the situation before I knew it. I knew it was going to happen. But normally when I know it's going to happen, I collect myself a little bit before. Yeah. So I'm ready for what's going to happen. But obviously, you all know what Mondays are like. There was there was no time for collecting anything. And um, it just so happens to be, to be like today. And um, yeah, I was um, major major triggered like it was yeah. like three different triggers in one and um yeah it was it was difficult like it was really 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 difficult because it one of the triggers I lost um I lost control of like me emotion around it because I didn't like prep myself to go into it mm. which which was good because I wanted to see but I, what I, the, what I learned from it I've been journaling, as you can tell. <laughs> what I learned from the trigger is that it's not always what's being said. It's the person who's saying it. Yeah. Which was new. Yeah, which was new for me. I'm just muting everyone because of the background noise, but anyone unmute themselves when they want. Um... Yeah, it was more about like the person that was saying it. So, do you want to disconnect? No, I don't want to disconnect. The um, so say for instance, three people said that thing to me that would not bother me at all. So there's me thinking that trigger's gone. The trigger's not there because I don't have an emotional reaction when it's being said. But when I went back to the root cause of where the trigger was formed, there was an emotional reaction. Don't even know if you can hear me because everyone's screens are just froze. But yeah. Can hear you. Oh, so rather than a what, what yeah. the trigger was, it, it, it was a who the trigger was from kind of thing. Yeah. Liz, yes. is this something that's yeah, happened definitely, and I think... <laughs> Sorry, Liz. Was it was this something? Sorry. That, was this something that happened with you today? 
Yeah. 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 So like it was more it wasn't like what what the trigger was. Like I've 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 known this trigger that I've got. And I've been in lots of different situations where that trigger should have should have in, should have like erupted an emotional reaction in me and didn't. So then in my mind, I've thought I'm done. Like I've I've sort of moved past that trigger. What's the, what are you what you saying, Mo? I missed the beginning of the conversation and can't follow what's being said. Okay, so basically, I'm just sharing that um, I had a huge trigger today, which I haven't had in a few years, um, where like I lost control of like my emotions and my logic. Sorry, I lost control of my logic and went into emotion because I didn't prep before putting myself into the situation. I knew the situation was going to trigger me, but I didn't realize the intensity of the trigger. And I've worked with this trigger over and over in di- in different situations, and I've th- and I thought that the trigger was gone, but. I went back to the root cause, which where the trigger was formed. So the person that made the trigger, then once once it once it was said from that person, the emotional reaction was still there. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I'm okay. It's been it's been a learning experience today, as you can see. I haven't been live all over Instagram, <laughs> being with my journal. <laughs> yeah, so it was. Um, I learned. I learned a lot. I learned a lot about it and the conclusion from it was like there's nothing that I can let's see so is a trigger something that's said or done that makes us lose it yeah basically when someone does something and we take offense like anyone could say anything like I could I could go for some job or something and someone could say to me you're not getting it because you're not good enough. And I'd laugh and go, I am, but I don't want it anyway and walk away. Like, not on the bother me, I could be in a relationship and they could go with someone else and I think, well, that's your loss. You know, like things like that. Like, worked around everything of any type of me personalising anything that anyone can say to me to make myself feel stronger inside and then finding out the things that hurt me and then moving towards them to put myself in different situations. Whereas this situation, I thought had completely like I thought I was fine because I've been in loads of situations where I could have been triggered and I haven't been but in this one I was and we were um doing our work call wasn't we Laurie on the phone and at the end of the conversation that I had with the person I went you still there she went yep (laughs) I was like like, she's gonna need me (laughs) <laughs> like just met little Lizzie there, haven't we? I was like, yeah. <laughs> but it's so mad that a week ago it was me to you. I was yeah. like, why is this person saying this? Made me like this. Oh, I hated myself, didn't I? <laughs> and you went straight into that same cycle. So I was like, oh, you gave me the answers last week. I'm gonna oh. give them back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was like honest to God, right? Do you know what it was over? Aren't you gonna? Um, I may as well just tell. I may as well just tell you because I can't not tell you what it was. It's just like bad. There was three forms. There was three triggers, right? So, it's it's me dad, who I don't have in my life, and it's been a, over five years since I've had him in my life, and he's always guilting me sisters into speaking to me and stuff. And I thought, you know what? 
I'm going to like reconnect and let him into my life. And I thought this will be a perfect time. I'd spoke to him before a few weeks ago and I needed a shelf putting up. Would I ever ask my dad to come and put a shelf up for me? I'd rather put a nail through my own finger before I rang and said, call and do this. But I thought, you know what? No, I want to make him feel needed. And, you know, he'll be happy to do that for me because he's been wanting to, you know, because it's not with us. There's nothing about like the past or anything. I completely forgive everything that's ever happened in the past with us. It's more present. It's about the human being that he is and the human being that I am that are not compatible. That's all. There's no like hate or sadness or anything like that there. So it's more about who he is now. So I thought, right, okay. And I said, come and fit this shelf. So we arranged it the other day and he texted me last minute and said he couldn't make it. Whereas normally years ago, I'd have been triggered into like an abandonment wound then and put, just forget it, don't, just forget it. I'll sort it out, just leave it. And I, and I, and I didn't respond like that. My reaction was, okay, don't worry, whatever's, whatever's come up, we'll sort another day. So we arranged another day. So that was the first little hurdle that I got over. And I was like, yes, yes. So then I got over that one. And then um, he came today and I said to him, um, can I get you a cup of tea or, or coffee or anything? And he went to him. Well, I only drink, like, he was like a bit, um, I only drink decaf, blah, blah, this, that. And you won't have that, will you? And I went, no, I haven't got that, but I can make you a tea or a coffee or do you want a juice or a water? And he was like, oh, no, no, I only like that. And I went, okay, don't have a drink then. Okay, like, leave it. So I thought, I've just got over my next hurdle then because that was like, as a child, I was always compared to other people that I wasn't enough, me as a person. I look at blah, blah, look what they've done. You, you haven't done that. Like that was like the way he was, like just the way he is. So I know it was only a cup of tea, but it, the in that the the trigger in that message was you haven't got what I want. So can you see how that like goes back to like twenty five years of me not doing whatever the kid? Oh God, guilt is a devil. I hate it. I'm constantly in guilt mode. You tried and you fail. I'm the same. I forgive. Protect mode. It's okay to get angry. It's a good thing sometimes. Can you get out there? Defense mechanism. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, okay, that's fine. So this was just me learning about, really, about like his ways and how they trigger me and me looking at where them triggers come from. Because around that of not being enough is something that I've completely worked through. So that's why that was like a little like a laughable, you know, I was like, okay, don't, don't have it then. But it took me back, you know, I could still realize and see where things come from. Cause that's the thing, isn't it? We get triggered, but we don't know where they come from. And it's understanding like where, where, it, where it rooted from. And then, um, oh my God, the third one, he put the shelf up and he put it in like the complete wrong place. And I said to him, that shelf's in the wrong place. And he said, no, it's not. That, that's where it goes. And I went, no, I, I, it, it's in the wrong place. I know it's central to the wall and I understand that that's what you do, but you, you didn't ask me where to put the shelf. You've just put the shelf where you think the shelf should go. Can you imagine this in here? <laughs> I went, and I went, I went. No, no, it, that, 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 that's where it goes. 
And I went, you're not hearing me at all. Like, I don't want the shelf to go there. I should have clarified to you exactly where the shelf went, but you should have also asked me. But he wouldn't take any accountability for not asking me. So then he goes to me, start, it wasn't in the right place because it wasn't central with the furniture. So if you can imagine, like, the shelf is in the middle of the wall, but the, the couch doesn't fit in the middle. The couch only fits there, so it's all off-centre. So we started moving the couch then to, to where the shelf is. And I went, no, no, Dad, the, the couch doesn't go there. The couch doesn't go there. So then he started moving the other couch. How about you put the couch over there and by the window? The couch can't go over by the window. And I went, you know what, Dad, it's all right. It's all right, just leave it, just leave it. It's fine. He went, no, I'll move out. No, don't worry, it's all right. And then that was it. Then he went and like... But in that time, I was like, no, you can't hear me. Why aren't you listening? Like, You're missing a piece of him when he said... What was it? Why is this bothering you so much? And I was like, no. Did I say that to him? What did he say to me? He said that to you. See, see, I'm totally in emotion. Tell me what happened. (laughs) What did he say? Why is this bothering you so much? He was trying to communicate what you needed. Wow, me up even more now I know that. And he was going... (laughs) He was going, no, no, you're wrong, it goes in the middle. And you were like, no, but that's not what I need. I need it here. And he was like, no, no, you're wrong. Why are you so bothered? Why does it bother you? And you were like, what? I was like, oh, that must have been when you seen red. <laughs> yeah, and I was just like, no, it's my shelf. And I want it in the middle of the wall. Why do you think you can tell me? No, you should have seen him with the couch. The couch? Couch nearly went going over by the window because he thinks it should go over by the window. I don't want the couch over by the window. I want the couch where I put my couch. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, that's where I want the couch. So, yeah, it was just like, oh, my God. But then after he went then, I just went, I just erupted then and I got dead upset because I was like, what has just happened then? Like, what has just happened? And then that was me being unseen and unheard. So, like, my opinion not mattered. Like... What I want didn't matter. He was right, and that's the way it goes. And yeah, so basically that that was that trigger from there. And I think if it would have been a little bit of being not seen, my dad's similar, is he? Yeah. If it would have been a little bit of like not seen and not heard, I don't think it would have got me as much. But he 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 kept probing. Do you know what I mean? But he does it dead silently. So what? You know, like dead innocent face. And then my instant reaction was, oh my God, why have I just reacted like that? And then it wasn't until after I gathered myself and I thought, no, hang on a minute. That wasn't my fault. Although my reaction was probably a bigger reaction than anybody else would react. When I consciously stepped back and looked, I wouldn't have reacted like that with a, a, a DIY guy came and fitted it. That there would have been no emotion in that whole scenario at all. It would just wouldn't have been there. And that goes to show that like the trigger can happen in multiple scenarios and not have any in- intense. I walk out the room and put my fingers up. <laughs> I think when it's family, you can't help but have that emotional attachment. Yeah, it is. And I was just like, but because he's got no emotional intelligence at all, like he wouldn't think like. I'm saying this will make you think that. He just wouldn't add it up. So it's not even like he's doing anything wrong in his eyes. He's not. 
he just hasn't got like the understanding. Yeah, so that was my major, major trigger today. And he probably has no idea on how you were after he left. Mm-mm. But no. you know what? Like the power of what you've just said. Like, I don't know about anyone else, but you know, to explain it like that just like sinks everything in a little bit more because you're not right. You're putting it's like sharing, sharing your knowledge, but like to helping because I'm sitting here now thinking, yeah. And it helps us from yeah. what you've just said. Yeah. Well, I hope so. I hope yeah. so. Yeah. I hope so. It was um, it was good to know that the trigger didn't exist with anyone else. But it, it also goes to show that you can think that you've dealt with the trigger, but when 100%. you put yourself back at the the person that created the reason why there's a trigger there anyway, mm. it's like the um, the root cause, isn't it? Mm. And and that was being unseen and being unheard. That was it, like like feeling like your opinion doesn't matter. Yeah. And it's 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 the way he does it because he doesn't raise his voice or shout at anything. He's just like, mm. what are you on about? It's just like oh, yeah. it just blows your mind, doesn't it? Yeah. Blows your mind because yeah. I totally get what you're saying. Because my dad would be similar. Yeah, and I think after it was, that was definitely, that wasn't me. After it, when he left, that wasn't me. I couldn't breathe, you know. Couldn't breathe. I got me, I was so waked up. Yeah. I, I couldn't even breathe, and, and, and I knew it wasn't me. I had mm. to, like, consciously bring myself back. And I was like, where did I just go then? Like, I, I went back to, like, age eight or something. Literally, me and a child had full reins. It's my couch and I want it by my couch. <laughs> I wish I'd recorded it so I could listen to myself, you know. <laughs> and I'm glad that I didn't prep it. I'm glad that I didn't like go right. He's he's gonna come and I'm gonna get tricked. I'm glad that I didn't do all that because I would have had like more awareness. Do you know what I mean? And then I probably wouldn't have got the reaction that I needed. <clears throat> like not that I needed that. I didn't need that at all. But I, I seen. I seen. Emotional attachment, it's so complex um, and complete, oh, sorry, I'm just reading, um, complete opposite from you and understand you have to manage expectations with my dad, yeah. Sounds like my sister, I'm like that every time I'm with her. Yeah, it is, so it's the family. Thinking the same with you explaining, I instantly thought of who my trigger is and Stefo, who you're saying it is. <clears throat> Strangers could say it and it wouldn't bat an eyelid, so true. Some people can meet you halfway, some don't. Doesn't he want to see and hear you? It's not obvious. What? Sorry, Liz, is, does he... See, I've got this thing with my dad's wife where I have to do a lot of work with him. You know, when we wrote that forgive, that letter to forgive, yeah. that, was, that was to me dad. Yeah. And I feel like I've done a lot of work with me dad. But, that, but I think that that is because he's wanted to maintain a part of my life and I've got a brother and sister and whichever. So the dynamics are very different. So that's what I was asking. Does he want to meet you half? Does he, do, is he aware at all where he wants to meet? Because I'm, what I'm saying is some people want to meet you halfway. Some people just don't. 
Like, is he oblivious? He's oblivious. He's oblivious. Absolutely oblivious. Yeah, it's because my my dad's like he is a narcissist. He, he is like he he yeah. the world revolves around him. Like it, it yeah. literally like. But there is another side where he does love me and he does want the best for me. So he thinks he's doing the right thing, and I've got over it by understanding. I've got no expectations of you, and I manage my expectations because that's my shit. Do you know what I mean? You are who you are. You're not going to change, but also because deep down I know that what he's doing is because of a love for me and he, he means well I work with it and like but I draw the line and I have boundaries like coming into your house to do something like that for you was major I think from what you're saying where yeah. you were at and then and then it, that that's very personal isn't it for him yeah to he should have been like ready for the olive branch you know what I mean but he just yeah. came in like as if it, no time had passed and it's like a smack and it's almost like I think with with my dad like I, I manage my expectations but then deep down because he's your father you still deep down that inner child does will have an expectation won't they you can't yeah, sort of get away from that you can't trigger, get away isn't it? from that yeah. no if like yeah. like say <clears throat> to feel seen and heard and understood is everything that you need in life as a child and you know now as an adult we need to be understood by what that's why we all connect on here because we get each other there's not many you can't get that everywhere and especially how different our families are do you know what I mean so it's like <clears throat> with him he won't understand that how that would make me feel so if he can't understand that he can't place a boundary on that and that will always happen because mm. he doesn't know what to do yeah he, he yeah. doesn't he genuinely he's not doing it purposely he doesn't want to wind me up doesn't want to upset me he's not he's not he's not doing it he'll stand there then after like my reaction like that as if like i've done something yeah. do you know what i mean and he won't take any accountability for anything prior no he won't it, like he would just be like <clears throat> i never i never said that I don't, know, I don't know what you're talking about. Must have been your mother. <laughs> this is like there's like zero accountability. Zero. I got I got a place with my dad where I not that I felt sorry for him or anything, but I used to think you're you're it'll be like karma. What 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 goes on for you will spell out in your life. I feel deeply sorry for my dad. And he, and, yeah, and it and it has. So, and that's like, yeah. I know that sounds horrible, but that's like my power back because ultimately I'm creating my life, but you think things happen to you and you go into victim mode and that's the frame of mind that you're in. So I just separate, that's how I deal with it, where I just think, well, you know, good luck because ultimately like you're not. Yeah, I've got no like anger yeah. in that way. I feel, I do genuinely feel bad for him mm. because having that lack of awareness. Right? So opposite. He's, he's so opposite yeah. to you, isn't he? Complete. But do you know what? There's no one else. I'm the opposite to everybody in my family. So I've eaten as a child. That's we're why all I'm the opposite. I know. Yeah, we're all the we're all the um. You call us the black sheep, but we're the white angels. Yeah. So um. Yeah, it was like um that feeling was obviously a, a deep thing of not being heard or understood. So um. Yeah, huge, huge, huge. Let me just see what you um said. Thanks for sharing anyway, Liz. Thanks. Thank so. you so much, Helen, for um letting me know that as well.
do you think it's possible to overcome with a specific person yet so basically two people have got to be ready and willing to do the work if two people this this is the work what we all do on here this is the work so people have got to be in this frame of mind people have got to want to um create some awareness around life and do better and get better and, and take accountability and responsibility for their actions and behaviors and be able to listen to someone else and stand back and go I'm sorry that made you feel like that if genuinely with compassion and empathy and meaning you know rather than it wasn't me it wasn't me it wasn't me so it's with my situation that's that's not that's not possible so for for me I have no choice but to remove him from my life and that's something that I already knew which is why I'd done that all them years ago but he said to me sisters that he'd done his work and he'd been doing his work for the past five years. And he was at a point where he was crying down the phone and stuff to them. And I was like, I'll give him, I'll give him a chance. I, but I was aware that I always end up hurt in the situation. And I knew that was self-sacrifice. But I've I've done this and I haven't prepped myself for it. I haven't been ready and I haven't realised what was going to happen. And then after it came that, yeah, pure eruption. Um, rude and ignorant and probably doesn't know any better I think dads cause a lot of trauma to be honest <laughs> they set us up and we end up with someone who is like them or the total opposite so true so true um, have you ever told him how you feel white angels I love that um, yeah but he, I have told him what, I've told him why I wouldn't I ended up having to ring him before I let him back in my life to tell him why he couldn't be in my life because he started like getting cards out from when I was younger and going around to me sisters and going, look, she wrote this when she was like seven. So Joe trying to validate himself in his own head because he he just couldn't cope that I didn't want him in my life at all. And that was what he used to do. So I thought, yeah, I'll let him back in. So now I'm like, I'm at a point now where it's, you've got to do the work or you won't see me again. And I'm, I'm, I'll be totally honest, I'm, I'm at more peace without him in my life. doesn't bother me whatsoever, never has. I've got no, not on, no like anger or resentment or anything for the past. It's just the person that he is now and his lack of awareness around his actions and his behaviours. And he doesn't do anything, you know, with intent. And that just shows that it's who he is. You know what I mean? But, Yeah. I've been triggered today, especially. It must be in the water. It feels like you've been flung right back, doesn't it? I remove people, but I just let some back in. But it's made me a little exhausted today. Yeah, <clears throat> it does when you remove people because we can we can remove people completely and then we can create distance, can't we? So distances, people that are, we you know are in our family that we cut out of our life but we can create distance between them as well so like you might see them every now and then but they're not someone that you call every day and it's knowing it's knowing who to cut off and and who who not to isn't it so I would I would openly say you go away and try and understand this and then you know I'm quite open to to speaking to you again but until that until you create awareness I cannot put myself in that situation whether you're my dad or me or you're not because you've got, I wouldn't have anyone else who didn't have an awareness around them. And obviously there's history. Uh, my uncle has just asked to have a chat. I haven't spoken to him for nine years. I've 
declined for years when he asked. So when he asked now, I've accepted more because I know that it is healing and I'll let him say his piece. But after hearing this, I will have to mentally prepare myself. I don't think I'd have done it had I not been through this with you all. Yeah, just um, do it, definitely. But just prepare yourself. Like we were on the phone, there was things going on. He was late, I was opening the door. Like bags had just been dropped off. I didn't have one like second where I could gather awareness around myself. It was just like doing multiple things at a time. So when you're going through to, to get re-triggered, <laughs> especially back to the root, like create space, like safe space around it and like awareness around yourself. Because I don't think, um, I don't think if, I, if I'd have done that, I don't think the reaction would have been so much as it was today. But I'm glad it happened anyway. So now we know. I've pressed the magic button, Law. Okay. Can you see it? Yep. Amazing. Creating a deeper connection with our inner child. Reconnecting with our inner child means taking life a little less seriously. It means allowing ourselves time to play, explore, laugh, and see the world with joy. Our inner child is simply the child version of us, always with us. As we grow up, previous versions of ourselves don't just vanish. We carry them with us. They are an external part of us. If that inner child was wounded in some form, then these wounds stay with us too. Just because this pain happened in our past doesn't mean it is unfixable. We can heal the wounds our inner child carries the burden off and grow and evolve today through life. Treat yourself how you would treat a small child. If she fell down, you would dust it off and help her to her feet. If she made a mistake, would you forgive her? If she cried, would you comfort her? If she was hungry, would you feed her? This is your inner child. Your inner child is you. Signs we may have a wounded inner child. We have a deep fear of being criticized. On some deep level, part of us feels unloved. We have a hard time trusting others. We just get the sense that they will always let us down or hate us if we let them in. We find ourselves unconsciously trying to fix, save or rescue others. We struggle with free time because we don't, because we don't, blah, blah, because we don't know what we are supposed to do. <clears throat> we feel guilty for saying no or needing space or alone time. We feel responsible for other people's emotions. We constantly seek validation from others because we don't know how to validate ourselves. There are parts of ourselves that we are afraid to express or feel shame around. Seemingly small incidents send us spiraling because they remind us of a countless times something similar has happened. These are our triggers. When we are upset, 
we belittle ourselves or speak to ourselves in a negative way. Inner child wounds, the guilt wound, abandonment wound, neglect wound, and trust wound. The guilt wound feels sorry or bad, is afraid to set boundary, uses guilt to manipulate, doesn't like to ask for things, normally attracts people who make them feel guilty. Abandonment wound feels left out, feel, fears being left, hates being alone, codependent, threatens to leave, normally attracts emotionally unavailable people. The neglect wound struggles to let things go, has low self-worth, gets angry easily, struggles to say no, represses emotions, fears being vulnerable, normally attracts people who don't appreciate them to make them feel seen. The trust wound is afraid to be hurt, doesn't trust themselves, find ways not to trust people, feels insecure and needs lots of external validation, doesn't feel safe and normally attracts people who don't make them feel safe. Explore here how you feel about your inner child. Do you feel your inner child was wounded, is still wounded, or is truly healed? Fully embrace what part of your inner child healing journey that you are at in your life today. What makes you feel this way? I definitely want all four wounds, did you? <laughs> And, yeah, and, the extra, <laughs> and the extra <laughs> but like you have to heal them in like each wound don't you yeah yeah it's um yeah it's a bit it's a journey it's great to see how far you've come though as well you know when you you go back over that. Uh, I was thinking about that when I was making the um graduate spotlights you know like how recognizing when you know you feel things and you're like wow that's amazing and then you just like celebrate by yourself don't you you're like yes I wasn't yeah. bothered by that yeah it's like a, it's like a little inner win isn't it yeah a little inner win <clears throat> we need like a badge you know like a, my inner child is celebrating today <laughs> yeah I know me too it's um yeah that was um that was so interesting today. So interesting. I think, Jen, that's why we've all and like we've all gathered here in this space because we've all had like quite deep wounds, haven't we? <laughs> well, it's <clears throat> not everyone is um has got the gifts that we have. Not everyone can feel how we feel, not everyone can see what we see. And it can be a blessing, it can be a curse. And it's the, it's the self-work that makes it a blessing. Otherwise, we don't understand why we can see all this. Why can we feel all this? We can feel out of place. We can feel different. We can feel like we don't belong. But it's a gift. It's a true gift that we've all got. And we can, we can use it through understanding it. I had rather, like when I think of it, I'd rather be me than my dad who can't see anything, doesn't know what any of it is. Oh yeah, a thousand percent. I love that now though, where I can, I feel like I have the power now where I've got my whole life feeling like I've never had it. Not not power, I don't think that's the right word, but like 
I'm like, yeah, I'm good. And you can see that them people that you thought were the bee's knees are not. It's like, yeah. oh, I was I was the good one. Like, I, yeah. I'm ready, I'm healed, I'm, I'm good. Yeah, yeah. And it's a journey, isn't it? And I think that's why I say it so often. It's why I've shared what I've shared now, because it's a journey. And it, look at me, I do hours work on me every day. And I was complete eight-year-old child this morning. Do you know what I mean? So it's it's being gentle with ourselves during them times. There's always when you create distance in your life, you're creating distance for a reason. And it's good to go back and check if everything's good there. Because we can shy away from things as well. And that's not where connection, that's not where we heal. We heal through connection. So if you can. And yeah, thousand percent. And you, I think you can get like a false sense of healed when you're yeah. on your own in in your house in lockdown, can't you? And you're like, oh no, I'm good now. But then yeah, when then you're back out. in them environments and you're like, oh, not yet. Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. Well, we don't get triggered alone, do we? That was part of the reason why I travelled as well, because I wanted to put myself around multiple people, multiple situations, cultures. I wanted to really understand like what triggers me what bothers me what doesn't and um I look for triggers it's like a game with me I need to pack it in I look for them I'm like you learn so much when you do (laughs) I'm like let's start kicking this in a child off again see if she's all right really My dad's going to have a little arse attack anyway because the post is going on Instagram. <laughs> oh, I really agree with what you were um, saying a minute ago, Laurie, that, um, like, I don't, now I've started to create a bit of distance with some people. I can say that when I was with them, you know, I used to think there was something wrong with me because because I feel this way, so there must be something wrong with me. But actually, you know, there's nothing wrong with me. Not, not obviously there will be, you know, maybe I trigger other people in some ways that I don't mean to, but now I can see that actually being with those people wasn't good for me, you know. Yeah. They, they were triggering things in me that I, I don't need to have in my life. Yeah. I really don't need that in my life. You know, I want to surround myself with people who feel the same, you know, as I do. Yeah. You know, I want the best for each other and stuff, not people who want to make you, you know, feel shitty because you've yeah. said something or, you know, I don't know. There are many different types of people, aren't there? Yeah. And if they haven't, if they don't, if they haven't got a, a awareness, self-awareness is the most dangerous tool not to have. That for me is a no go. If you if you, if you haven't got awareness around yourself, it's just like no, 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 no. <laughs> because how can you like you can be totally aware, Louise, have you as you have been in them situations and you've had the courage and strength to pull yourself away, which is incredible. Like you haven't just let yourself be there and think there's something wrong with you. Do you know what I mean? 
It's hard though because you do have like you know with me it's certain friends and you do have some friends like why aren't you speaking to? It's like I'm not. It's not that I'm not speaking to them. I just I need me distance now and people can't understand it. It's really hard because then you know they think probably thinking what's going on with it yeah and but you're like no actually this is like self-preservation in a way <laughs> yeah it is definitely definitely like I've um exactly what you're saying I've, one of my sisters like doesn't do any of the self-work and I'm I obviously we know we can't make anyone do this work they have to do it when they're ready and um I said something to her I can't remember what I said and she went, no, that's just you, though. Like, she looks at me as being, like, cold because I don't put myself around people that hate me because mm. I'm meant to, like, I'm meant to do that because she she does that because she thinks that's, that's what she has to do, which is for her to do, you know, but because I yeah. don't want to, she looks at it like, like that. Yeah, they, they think there's something wrong with you, don't yeah. they? It's, it's... Yeah, they think there's something wrong with you, yeah. <laughs> taking care of yourself, it's bizarre. Mm. <laughs> yeah. My view of myself has changed since doing the inner child work. I think the gift we have is being able to mask all of this and yet know what's going on. It really does take some calls and courses to understand and take off our masks. Yes, I love that. We've got to have a space, haven't we, where we can just be? My view has changed too, and I know more choices over. I choose to respond where before I would have been triggered. It's brilliant, man. Insta's being downless. <laughs> Universe made that happen today. Yeah, thank God. Imagine that. Had it been on a live? So, this is my dad. <laughs> um. <clears throat> I love our group. We can all be ourselves safely. Yes, we can. Okay, should we move on to our next question? How to heal our inner child when triggered? Recognize, embrace, soothe, and connect. Recognize that the wounded child exists and you are worthy. Embrace your inner child by choosing to allow in rather than fight all your emotions. Soothe your inner child by embracing your difficult emotions with concentration and breathing. Connect, journal what you or your inner child is feeling because of all the triggers. Explore them deeper, face them and learn from them. Things to say to soothe our inner child. It was never my fault. You no longer have to hide yourself. It's okay to want things to be different. I am here for you. You are loved just as you are. All of your feelings are valid. 
It's okay to cry. I see you trying the best that you can. You are perfectly imperfect and powerful, powerful beyond measure. I see and hear you. I forgive you. You did all you could do. I am sorry you were hurt. You won't fall. I will hold you. Thank God we know about this, by the way. <laughs> Honest to God. Everyone just thinks they're crazy, you know. Like, look at that over a shelf. People will be going blocking themselves up today. <laughs> Can you identify? I was like, it wasn't the shelf, Liz. And you were like, yes. I was like, it's not the shelf, Liz. I'm like, it's just my head in. I'm like, oh, my God. But it's crazy once you digest it, isn't it? I was digesting it after, like, me meltdown. And I just think people who don't know this, though, won't know where where that came from. And I think before I learned this, I used to go in a cycle of apologising. So if before I healed my triggers, I was triggered a lot, basically all the time. And what would happen is I'd trigger and then I'd respond instead of react. I'd react instead of respond. And then I'd go into guilt then and start apologising for my reaction. When the trigger the triggers wasn't my fault anyway do you know what I mean it's like oh. the thing is we own our triggers no one makes us feel anything that that's up to us so we we have to hold ourselves responsible for our triggers because ultimately no one can make us feel anything and that's a hard pill to swallow Can you identify any time recently you or your inner child has been triggered? How random is this? This is today. How do you feel at this time? Why do you think this could have been because your inner child is hurting? Why do you think this could have been because your inner child is hurting?
Hi, Shaw. Okay. Feeling brave. <laughs> I think it was me and a child. Um, my sisters got involved with my son last week. So he's been up to mischief and um, he's been waiting to start an apprenticeship with his work, but they've not sorted it out. So my sisters have spoken to each other and come up with, with a plan for him and then called me like, oh, how are you doing? You know, just ringing to say, hey, when we never actually speak. And then how's Alex doing on yesterday? Oh, well, did you want to come to college in the Lake District? Because it's a really good college here and he can do this and he can do that. And then rang him the next day and asked him and, and sorted it all out. And it, it, it's amazing. I've got over it now. I've journaled about it because it's what he wants to do and he's happy. <laughs> but at the time, I was like, why have you gone behind my back? Is it because I'm not doing a good enough job? You don't think that I'm raising him, like I'm failing him. And like they've just come in and just taken control. And that's how it always is with them. And, and growing up, my thoughts, my opinions were never good enough for them. The way that I was doing stuff was always wrong. That was my trigger. <laughs> That's a big one, isn't it? It's like this not enough yeah. thing, isn't it? It's a yeah. big one. Yeah. It's 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 brilliant how you can see it from like multiple angles as well. Like you know that's how you felt because of this, and you know it's the best outcome for him. He didn't have all that awareness. Yeah. You would have been like, "Don't be making arrangements for my son." And yeah. can you put you know? Well, it's it's awesome it's you yeah, but I never I never say it's their face. I get off the phone and then I go with Gareth. But. I don't think wealth is down as much as what I normally would have had I not. Oh, thanks, Laurie. Had I not of done all of this with you and Laurie beforehand, you know what I mean? So yeah, I I have caught on quick, and then the next morning it's like, well, it's it's what he wants, and he's gone there today, and he's in the lakes every week for a week, which is heartbreaking. But he's happy, so yeah, yeah. And that's the thing, isn't it? You just you you're aware of it, so you get over it quicker. Like yeah. as we heal, the intensity just goes down. They don't vanish. It just bothers us less. It just yeah. bothers us less. Like the more, the more we, you know, do work around it and let it. It makes such a difference, I think, knowing that it's just a trigger and knowing oh, why, why you're reacting whereas before I'd done your course and stuff I had no idea just thought something was wrong with me you know but now you once you know you can kind of understand yourself and say well it's okay you know it, it, yeah. it's just because of this and it, that that talking to your inner child just changes everything yeah it stops all that hair it's bleeding into the rest of your life you can yes. keep it where it needs to be and say okay I recognize that and that's why you know and you can deal with it much more than well I can much more than I could before yeah definitely 
definitely that's what I was thinking like exactly what you've just said there Louise after that today I don't know what if I didn't know what I knew Mm. I don't know how I would have handled that it would have bled into the rest of your life and ruined your week or your month you know yeah and I would have been like on a self-hatred mode yeah what's wrong with me why am I moaning over a shelf something wrong with me that you know what I mean like you'd say that oh I've ruined that relationship you know building or whatever but actually it's not it's not it's knowing that you're not compatible because you've done the work and you can see that yeah and that's okay and this is why like I'm a big I'm a big person on creating distance with families like it's not a popular opinion but it's my opinion Mm. like sorry I agree with that opinion (laughs) I'm I'm all for that yeah (laughs) I think we can, you know, we can face our triggers and we can try and make things work with people and we can communicate and we can, but ultimately if someone else is, is, doesn't want to hear you, you can't make them. <laughs> so what you do, put yourself in situations where you get hurt all the time. No, it's like, I'm doing the work. Do you want to do the work with me? No. Okay. Goodbye. That's it. Like, honestly, I'm just like, like my sister goes it's your dad and I'm like and he's a tit you can't say that it's your dad and I'm like but look at what he does there why does he do that do you know what I mean like like some people are just like like blood is like a lot of people call a lot of people are abusing themselves and calling it loyalty so a lot of people who are abusing themselves and and call it being loyal being loyal doesn't require you hurt yourself. That's called abuse. I think as well, it's very easy for people to have this opinion that, well, it's family, you should just put up with it if they haven't been as deeply, like, had as much childhood trauma as the rest of you. You don't understand, do they? You don't get it. And I think I'm, I'm good with that. It's like, you've had a different experience and that's great, but you don't need to know my story, but my decision is mine like you, you got to own it haven't you and, and just because a lot of people will do that they'll go that's your fault you can't do that why would you do that and they're like oh my god yeah yeah it's you a- said something yeah. when you were triggered which I don't even know that you think like realize you said but you said to me am I crazy and I was like that's the word when we're triggered, people like automatically you probably hear that a lot. Wow, why are you being crazy? Like yeah. crazy. I hate that word. It's like you know what it was, right? I said to him, I went to him purposely. I went, Can't you see this? Can't you see this? Can you see this? Can't you see this? I said, Am I crazy? Can you not see that? Can you can you not see can you not see it? And he just no response. He could clearly see it. It was there. But no response. Imagine if it was something that you couldn't see and it was a feeling or something. Like what that would do to you. Do you know what I mean? Like I sent you the pictures, didn't I? And went, am I crazy? Look at them pictures. Can you see that or not? I was like, can you see it? Because I can see it. Can you not see it? I don't want to hear what I'm going to say, but it's not the show. I'm like, but can you see it? Tell me you can see it. (laughs) My power then. I was nearly going to go, yeah, yeah, no, it's fine. It's not. I'm like, but tell me. I was like looking at it going, I can see that. Do you know what it was? Because I was going to him, can you see that? Can't you see it? And he just went, 
didn't respond. Like, he let me think that I was mad. Do you know what I mean? I thought, imagine, yeah. I thought, imagine that must have happened to me when I was like five or something. So that, that's, a, that's a huge part of in a child's work when you've, um, well, it's like a, a narcissism um, response when your reality is distorted. Like yeah. you're, you're being told what's real isn't real. And this is what becomes yeah. a mass of deep, deep lack of inner trust. You don't go for the things you don't want to do. You don't do. It's like, it's so deep that being told that something that's there is not there. Because you grow up all the time questioning everything and even yourself. Yeah. That's why I done all this when I was a kid. Because obviously that's that's being done unknowingly. Nothing was meant by that. You know what I mean? But then I think... Even more so, how much must it have been done then if you don't even know you're doing it now? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's like an, an invalidation of, of your reality, isn't it? No wonder I'm going to be. A for you to realise as well that sometimes it's not like what people say. It's it's the That way was the lesson. Said. Like I said to you, like I actually changed my name to Laurie from Laura because both my mum and dad would go Laura and it was like um, people will say it to me sometimes and they'll go Laura and I'll go <gasps> and me and a child will die inside and I'm like please don't call me that name and yeah yeah that's your name and I'm like just call me anything but that <laughs> yeah don't call me that god you know it's just isn't it it's it's the, it's the way it's said and you're like <gasps> wow yeah yeah, then you, then you do feel a bit crazy when you're trying to explain that to people, don't you? You're like, no, it's the way you said it. And they're like, what? <laughs> what? You, don't get, you don't get it. In our group, we get it, don't we? Like, yeah, it's like the voice. It's it's the voice. Yeah, like, it, it's, it, do you know what it is as well? No, what's so upsetting is that no one's aware of it. So parents no. aren't doing anything to intentionally hurt anyone. This is why I've got no anger or resentment towards my mum and dad. Like they didn't have the tools that they needed. It's not like it's not like a victim mentality. This has happened to me and they're getting me. It's like they don't even know themselves. Yeah. That's what's so scary. Like people actually don't know. Yeah. Did did his face not give it away, Liz? No one you were saying. Can you not see that? he was just was looking just at me like I'd lost the plot. That's what he was doing, standing there like that. Because normally, you know, if you do something and you go, and someone will say, like, that's not in the middle of the wall or whatever, and you look at it and go, mm, yeah, you're probably right there, like, you know, yeah. it's not. <laughs> you know what as well, right? I'm not even joking you, right? That's the couch, right? That's the couch. That's the shelf. It's like, it's not even like it's a bit and I'm and I'm being crazy. It's that much. Like, you can't not see it. It's like that much. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I'm like, and you can't see that? And you can't see that? And he's like, why are you bothered then? My God. <laughs> I'm so glad you were on that phone, you know, because I forgot half of the stuff intentionally. 
<laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, he's just triggered it. She'll be <laughs> in a sec. <laughs> oh my god. It's like, you know, like um magicians have like this inner circle, don't they, where they all know like the super secret of magic. <laughs> it's like us with triggers. I'm like, oh, that was a trigger. <laughs> like, you know, don't you? You can see it in people. Yeah. I yeah. do that with the kids now. I'm like, but why is that bothered you? Why do you think that is? <laughs> They're like, mom, sleeping. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, since Teen Club on Saturday, Holly's been talking to her inner child. It's been lovely. Oh yay! I was I was concerned about introducing inner child to no. the kids, like. Mm. Not concerned, but a little bit more. Mm. I'm glad. She says, you know, a child is the one that has fun. And I was like, yeah, that's what we're doing tonight. <laughs> yeah. Oh, good. Right. Should we go on to our next one? Right. <clears throat> Connecting with our inner child helps us reparent ourselves and set healthy boundaries, cultivate a deeper connection with ourselves, reconnect with our childhood, tend to the unmet needs of our inner child, validate and tend to the wounded parts of ourselves, feel less lonely, access difficult emotions with tenderness, honour and process grief, cultivate more play in our lives. They all link into each other, really, don't they? Yeah. Oh, this is your favourite. Oh, this. Reminder, you know way more than you think you do. 90% of our brain is formed before we are age five. We are like a sponge. Our brains are like a tape recorder at this time, taking everything in. So just before we click on there, can you imagine like how much stuff is being said, done unknowingly and unawarely and because people are not aware. People are genuinely not aware. So imagine all that. Like you're literally open. You're susceptible to everything at that age. Treat yourself how you would treat a child. A parent has just two jobs. Nature. Give this to yourself by validating yourself, loving yourself and sympathising with yourself. Discipline. Give this to yourself by setting boundaries, making promises to yourself and giving yourself structure. Giving both to yourself will help you in many areas, but here's a few examples. It will help you stand in your power, boost your self-confidence, help with anxiety, stop procrastination and overcome fear. As a child, not all of our nature and discipline needs were met. As a result, we can become people pleasers self-sabotage, get into toxic relationships, undervalue ourselves, and so much more. Your subconscious mind is a record of your childhood. Reparenting 
heal your inner child. Why do you believe you need to connect to your inner child and reparent yourself? What difference will this make to your life personally moving forward? I loved going back over that then because I realised, you know, when you were we were talking the other day about how sometimes you just wake up with that anxious feeling in your stomach for no reason, don't you? Mm-hmm. That's what I do now. I soothe me in a child rather than, and it helps me to, do you know what I mean? To everything else. Anxiety, yeah. That's what's so good about the rituals that we shouldn't be doing the rituals when we, when we need them, when we fall off the wagon. We do them all the time to prevent falling off the wagon. My baby is 21 months and she can do affirmations. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> oh, I need a video of that. Oh my God. I love seeing the kids do affirmations. Liz, will you just explain the reparent in yourself through parenting? Do you remember that talk you gave me? And I was like, wow, yeah. You were like, you've done a lot of your work already as a mum. Oh yeah, like a lot of a lot of a lot of people who have children have been reparenting themselves through their children. So basically giving their children what they wish that they had. And that's how they've healed their inner child. Like it's brought purpose to their pain because they've created a different environment for their children, taught their children things that they wasn't taught. And we spoke about, didn't we? I was saying to you, when you do the lunch for the girls, put three plates out and this is Holly, Liv and little Laurie. Yeah. You know, like always put your inner child with one of your kids or, I mean, with your kids, whether you've got one, two, three, four, and imagine you're together because a lot of time like parents obviously having kids like the most difficult job in the world and all the time is spent getting the kids ready and making sure the kids are okay and everything that they need to do that that they lose themselves within that role and then can feel down in the process and it's it's like if you get buying two ice lollies by three you know just just remember you're in a child whenever you think your kids think you're in a child Hello, fam. Mm. That's that video you know, I posted to Al when we said, um, and I said, why is little Al getting left out? Left out? And the kids were dancing on the bed. Oh, <laughs> hello, yeah, I was <laughs> like, why is little Al getting left out? That's, that's all I could see. Where is she? <laughs> Brushing the dog. <laughs> <laughs> I had just been playing with them, but I haven't got as much. As much energy as what they have. Yeah, I know. I know, they're full of it, aren't they? How yeah. <laughs> can, you know, like you're saying, like to reparent ourselves. And it was heartbreaking what you've just said that 90% of our brains are formed before we're five, and James is five. To think that, like, everything's locked in there. Nothing's locked anyway. Nothing's locked anyway. Don't think anything's locked. Yeah. 
they were a teenager and that stays with them life. It's just that we're susceptible then. Nothing's locked. Nothing. Everything is done with repetition. Yeah. Safety is a huge part. Write a story about safety, a bedtime story about safety, because every trigger and everything all comes from safety, from feeling seen, heard, loved, validated, yeah. and safe. That so every night when you're in bed, if you've got a little story that goes through all that, a little little list of affirmations about being safe and being loved for who they are and that that type of stuff. That's all it is. That's where every trigger comes from. Look at that trigger with me today. Yeah. That was from being unheard. What did you say, Liz? Seen, heard, safe, loved. What was the other one? Validated. Validated. So, like, everything's okay the way they are. Like, we were talking about focusing, wasn't we, Laurie, the other day, about focusing on the being, not the doing. Yeah. So it's not well done for doing this. It's focusing on the being of the way they've done it, what makes it unique to them. Yeah. But that that's all it is. It's just, imagine yeah. any child that freaks out or is upset or throws out it's just a safety feeling it's like a coping mechanism yeah oh yeah on the line. yeah and yeah. feeling safe makes sense he said to me the other day because he has to come out of school early now because he's doing a full day at school and he said i just want to make you proud of me fine Oh, just... I just want to make you proud of me. You're proud of me, mummy. Oh, oh. And I was like, okay. Well, I've been a little bit naughty today, but he's just so proud of me. I did try. Like, always proud. Yeah. <laughs> I did try. <laughs> I did try. That's all I ask. <laughs> into baby mode that's what I can see with him and I'm like that it's in a child isn't it I don't know yeah that, that's a different session anyway <laughs> yeah. but it's the same with us it's the same with them like like people yeah. think this is a huge big thing it's a, what we learn about us it's the same with them affirmations yeah. repetition feeling safe here, seen, validated. Like, we, we've created a safe space here for us to speak. If we didn't feel safe here, no one would talk, ever. No one, because they wouldn't feel safe to, to be able to be vulnerable. And we can't create connections in our lives without vulnerability. That's how we create connection. So it's safe is just the only words yeah. we ever need to know. It's so important. Okay, let's move on to our next one. Oh no. Vasily's gonna do the Lo, will you read that? I'm gonna have to go and get the floor for you, sir. Yeah. Connecting with our inner child means doing what brings us pure joy, learning to relax and enjoy each moment, accepting our mistakes and learning from them. Letting go of the thoughts of what should be and accepting what is. 
releasing ourselves from our own and others' expectations of us, giving ourselves permission to laugh at ourselves, not taking life or ourselves too seriously, allowing ourselves the freedom to be silly, letting ourselves see the funny side of each situation. Are you back, Liz? Yeah. I think it's almost like automatic in us when we become adults, like we just switch off the, the joy, don't we? We're like, oh, we're serious now. Like yeah. when you reconnect with your inner child and you just have a ball, it's amazing. Oh, Katie said that the other day, you know, she, she just had the baby and she went, she said something to our Vanessa name. I can't wear that now, my mum. I went, what? <laughs> and they all went to fair on the weekend. She was like, I need that. <laughs> Yeah, it's it is <clears throat> powerful inner child affirmations. I am in control of my feelings. I am safe. I am loved. I have all that I need. I decide how I feel, regardless of what others say or do. No one can do anything to me that I cannot handle. I show myself compassion. I am my own best friend. I protect myself. I love myself. I deserve happiness. All of my needs and feelings are valid. All is well in my world right now. I provide for myself. I can already feel how emotional the visualization is going to be tonight, you know? Don't even start because I don't even know what we're going to do. Something's going to erupt though, isn't it? I bet you that's why that's happened today. <laughs> Explore here how you are going to connect with your inner child powerfully and consistently. Consistently is so key in this, isn't it? It's like... So key. Every day. Imagine not speaking to your kids for a week, how they feel. Feel like abandoned. <laughs> Yeah. A good time for this is in the mirror when you're brushing your teeth. You're always there, aren't you, in the mirror with brushing your teeth? And something that happens every day. Yeah. I do like a morning and evening. Like I have my hand on my chest and I, I actually say good morning and good night. I love that. Mm. That um, when you get the kids to put their hands on the heart when they're doing the affirmations is so powerful, you know. Mm. I seen that little video the other day. Speaking to ourselves like a small child is literally when you know you've got to do something and you, you, you've already been nurtured and you know you've got to do something. It's like speaking to your child, like when you're getting them ready for school and telling them that they have to go to school, like it's doing that to yourself. You know, you've had this time off, you're nurtured, you need to go and do this now. 
and then there's the other time where we do too much and we're tired and it's you know this and what you've done is enough everything's okay it's okay to rest you've you've what you've done is more than enough it's that all the time all the time the both balance of both I have conversations about having for me dinner and have you my inner child oh I talk to me and a child all day to be fair I'm like oh you did a job there right what are we doing next like it's all you know there's two of us here yeah. You know what we done as well that's burnt actually but we got these plants didn't we hey mine's still alive yeah mine is and we called them like our name it's like our inner child and we take care of it every day like i'm like how's little laurie she's like she's going strong <laughs> oh the kids water and all too Mom, oh. for you. And I'm like, oh God, I forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> I can't literally keep a <laughs> Oh, That was such a massive step, though, like to help us doing that, wasn't it? Yeah. Hey, they've been going nearly a year now. Yeah, they have. We so got it. Yeah, conscious awareness, isn't it, every day? Anything like What? And then we got our plants, didn't we? And then we were like, oh, we should make a programme. And that was... <laughs> like, yeah. That yeah. Was the beginning. The beginning, yeah. Because it's so powerful, isn't it? I can't ever imagine people not having this information, how, what they must think and feel. Blows your mind, doesn't it, when you think that people don't know this? Yeah, blow. Imagine how they must feel. You know when we have them little inner child meltdown moments? Yeah. How then people must feel. Because everyone has it. Everyone, everyone has it. Everyone. Oh. It's only us. Yeah, but if you've got no awareness at all, at least we've got a little bit of awareness around it. Yeah. And, but yeah, it just, it's... Nuts, isn't it? When you really think about it, that yeah, if you've never even heard the word in a child, yeah, yeah, and like what's going on in their head? <laughs> exactly, exactly. This is it. Like it's um, you can't even begin to think. No, you, you just can't. Can't, and I think like the beginning to healing our inner child and making our inner child feel valid is that we have to know that there's nothing wrong with us and that's what obviously the program does it helps us to gain clarity around ourselves doesn't it oh. whereas if someone thinks there's something wrong with them that makes everything 50 times harder because you, you you're already invalidating yourself whereas this helps us understand that there's actually nothing wrong with us my ex-partner, he was, um, <clears throat> he gets triggered a hell of a lot. And like, he'll go, he goes from naught to nasty. Mm. Um, and he just becomes severely angry, like so, so quick. And when I started learning about all this, I started talking about inner child. It's like, oh, well, you know, what are you going on about? And I said, right, okay, look at that chair over there. 
And I said, imagine 10-year-old Paul sitting on that chair. And it literally, it was like a light switch. And he just started, like, getting upset and everything else. And it was just, like, boom. You won't talk about it now, but that was the turning point. You've got awareness, yeah. Yeah, because I just thought, like, he was just this fella out of control. And I was, he was out of control. And, like, he still is, really. But that was just the way I thought. Because I'd seen this video on TikTok, actually, of a guy say, a, a guy talking. And, um, yeah, it, it was you know, just a turning point and someone said, look at a chair opposite you and imagine like eight-year-old you or 10-year-old you, what would you say to you there? Yeah. And it was just the way it just shifted his reality really over it all. Yeah. Yeah, there's so much, isn't there? So much. And it's like, we can go and say it though. You know what I mean? We can. Mm. But we seem to think like, the moment's like gone. Have you seen that film, The Butterfly Effect? No. What's it called? The Butterfly? Is that what it's called? Butterfly Effect, yeah. And it's about like going back in time and changing different things. And the first time he was doing it, he was um, going back. That that's how I learned about this. I went back in visualization to like a time in my past to like go back and get myself and change the outcome in my subconscious. That was like the way I was doing from when I was little. Mm. Films about that. But it's a person, like, and he changes his realities. And when he wakes back up, everything's different. He's got like a different partner. He's got a different job because one thing was different that he went back and changed. And he keeps going back and changing it and changing it. Wow, I'll have to watch that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, what's our next one? I love that. Oh, can your inner child come out and play? Your inner child wants to feel loved and have fun. Permission to play. I, and then read this out in your own head, everyone, with your name. Well, got it? Yeah? Okay. This made me cry when I saw it. I was like, <laughs> I love to know who made it, but it needs to go in. It was the end that got me, the expiration. Expiration, yeah. You're yeah. a child. I was like, thanks, little Lori, I'll do that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the most important part of connecting with our inner child is creating fun. Allowing ourselves to be so immersed in the moment with joy. Brainstorm here all the ways that you would love to have fun. What will bring your inner child joy? What brings your inner child joy, Liz? 
everything you know I like going on the fair I like painting I like coloring in I like dancing in the mirror um and you know what movie nights as well you know movie nights and adventures I love finding the snacks that I had as a kid when I had movie nights with the girls. They're like, Mom, what's that weird thing you're eating? I was like, yeah. I don't know, but I loved it as a kid, so I'm having it again. Yeah, it really helps that, using the food that you had when you were younger. Do you know what? It's so funny that you should say that. Um, I keep a box of Twisters in the freezer. Twister has always been my favourite lolly ice when I was little. And... Um, I think I um I think I done a reel with one in Barbados and my mum commented, My God, are you still eating then? I was like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Twister. I am um, after you said to Alex the other day, you know, she said a story and you were like, Well, what's little Alex doing? Why is she not doing it? I was like, Wow, yeah. Like it really made me wake up to like when the kids are having fun rather than being a grouchy grown up I'm like all right I'm gonna do it too yeah gives a go gives a go it's like who said you can't have pillow fights who said because you're a grown up you're not allowed like why should I stop Easy, you joining you yeah I was makes me feel go on Is that me, Connie? What? I was sleeping with the kids in school today. In the playground, my plastic tiny little hoop for a five-year-old down the way. Great. I couldn't. I can't hear you properly. She was hula hooping. Oh, in the playground. oh my god, remember the hula hoop? How long was you going to say something then? No, I think it was me. I was just, well, how long you might have been? I'm not cutting you off. <laughs> was it you? I was just going to say, it just it makes me feel a bit sad when, it, when I think about like all the times I could be having fun with my kids. And I'm not, you know, like when they're playing on the scooters in the back and you could say, oh, you know, give a go on your scooter and get out there rather than like be standing there doing the dishes or <laughs> something like that and, you know, get more involved with it. Even if it was like five minutes a day. I know. You know what I mean? I know. I know. Are you going to do it now, Claire? I am, because I feel tight on Anna because she's always like, oh, you know, she likes board games and jigsaws and like... Oh, because she just wants to do with me, you know. Oh, she would get Monopoly out, and like quite often, I will say, "Oh, you know, we're getting ready for bed, or I'm putting tea out in a minute, or like, you know, the money gets everywhere, and there's too much to tidy up then." And but it's I shouldn't, should I? Well, you know, there is life as well. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you know, you can't be feeling bad at all for like wanting to give your kids food and put them in bed we've still got to you know be an adult haven't we but five minutes won't hurt will it i know Even well that's it five minutes yeah yeah I know. something quick 
think of mm. something like that that you could do that doesn't take that much time that's a bit of fun yeah Definitely. you often find you'll say oh yeah we'll do it for five minutes and then you're having that much fun it'll be half an hour and it's great hour. yeah 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 it will you'll get lost in it yeah definitely mm. okay do we go on to our next one close your eyes and visualize What a tough tray. So what? we'll just get a tough tray for the Monopoly. What is that? It's the one for Lego. Tough tray is um, a, a play table that most early years, like specialists use. It, do you know what the, where uh, they originate from? Do you know, um, like cement mixers, builders, merchants? Yeah. The it's the um they use that's where the idea came from. Um that's what it is. Sorry, I just follow people on Instagram that use it with early gears all the time. Oh, so it's well, like thought... a table with um like it's like a hexagon, basically, and they originally were brought out for um, as I said, construction workers, and then they've developed them in early years. That's what a tough tray is, but it's got yes. sides, so you can do sand play, water play, anything in them. It keeps everything in on the tabletop. Oh, love that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Look at that. Boom. Okay. So if we can just all close our eyes. Just relax all your body, your arms, your legs, fingers and your toes. Release your shoulders, your forehead and your jaw and inhale. Exhale. Now we're going to connect to our breath. So inhale through the nose and out through the mouth and then in through the mouth and out through the nose. One more time. In through the nose and out through the mouth. And in through the mouth and out through the nose. One last deep breath, in through the nose and out through the mouth. All the way in, all the way in. And exhale. Okay, imagine in your mind, you go back to a time now, go back to, your, go back to a time to your inner child, whatever time comes to mind, create some awareness, what's the floor look like, what's it smell like, what's on the walls, what can you see? What can you hear? Really get into that moment now. You're a bystander. You're watching him and you can see. I want you to go up to your inner child. Tap him hair on the shoulder. 
Allow your inner child to turn round. Look at your inner child in the eyes. Look at you, the little you. Look at all you've become. Look what you've grown into. How proud she is of you. Now hold her and whisper into her ear. Everything's okay now. Because I've got you. I promise to never leave you. And always take care of you. I am your best friend. And we are together forever. Big squeeze. create a little awareness of the screens and we're back in the room. That was an emotional one, wasn't it? How powerful that. <laughs> oh. Everyone's sobbing. I yeah. thought I was on yeah. mute. I was probably like that. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. Oh, wow. It's so powerful, isn't it? To like, that's proof of the connection. That was what? Two minutes? Really? Yeah. See, that is what we have to do all the time. That connection, we shouldn't leave, abandon our inner child for that long. Because when you go back, it's like she has never seen you. Like she's missed you. And it's that connection all the time. Just reconnecting. And I think as well, our inner child is, has wounds from things that have happened and fears of things of the future. But if we can go back to our inner child and let her know that like, we're okay and everything's all right. That helps her in reactions and things because she knows that everything's okay. I need that all the time. I feel sorry for little me. I feel sorry for little me. I know. I know. It's um, it's big, isn't it? <laughs> but it's nice to reconnect. Um. Yeah, I don't know what I don't really know what to say because I know everyone must be feeling. Does anyone want to say anything? Or not? <laughs> I found that really deep, like it was, uh, it was good. Yeah. I had a lump in my throat when I was saying it. I don't know how you did it. <laughs> Especially after today. Yeah. Even if even if today didn't happen, like it it just anything like that can just get you, Carly. Yeah. I it's think like that picture of you gets me. I don't know why. That picture of you when you're in New York. And you've yeah. got hold of the statue's yeah. hand. Yeah. I can't look at that picture. <laughs> That's the same for me, you know, Claire. I can't look at oh, that picture. It, so, I don't know what it does. I just can't. I know. It. And it's a lovely picture. It is. It's lovely. It's because yeah. we, because we know that that little girl resembles our inner child. Yeah, it's like looking at little Liz. It's, it's <laughs> yeah. Nice. yeah. Yeah, it's, um, I think... <laughs> 
Like I'm, I'm not less emotional around it, but because I do it all the time, like she, like she still misses you, but but she's like, I know, start rolling her eyes because you told her that much. Like you'll start to, the more you do that, you'll start to see it, and it won't be like, you know, it'll be more like, oh yeah, you're just coming back for a cup of tea. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I'm um, I'm gonna record that and put it on the app. Yeah, I think I think that one will be good on the the app. I meant to tell you actually, Liz. Um, I was driving in the car with my mum the other day, and I I got her to close her eyes and lie down in the passenger seat and listen to one of the visualizations, and she was in absolute tears. She couldn't even speak to me. Really? Yeah, it was amazing. She she listened to it was literally only the first one. And I meant to ask you because um, the first visualization I ever did, um, I was like running through a, a field as a little girl and my mum had exactly the same visualization. Would it mean anything? Of you both? It might be something. You both had the same like visualization. Your mum has probably used, your mum has probably reparented herself through you within that situation. So that's really? what brought her joy as a child. And she's brought joy to you in that way as a child. So you've both got the same image of what joy is as a child. Oh, like, I thought so. Yeah, yeah, so like like Laurie said before, like she has this specific sweet and she gets on the couch, like her girls will grow up to see that as joy. Yes, yes. Like, oh, yeah. I thought so. I thought so. Yeah, yeah. She's, got, she's got the app now. She's well, got what organisation was it? Uh, I was just looking so I could tell you. Um, I love that you had the same. Um, I know it was just so strange. She couldn't get over it. She told me and I was like, no way. That's the first one I ever had. And I said, mum, I do this all the time. You need to do it. She was like, what's the app? Let me get on it. <laughs> it's so, so good that you're doing it together. You know, like that's such a blessing, you know, to have that. I know because I feel like. I've never really been that close to my mom because I've, yeah. I've, I've got a lot of trauma with my mom, but we're so close now because we're both doing the same journey together. And it's, yeah, it's incredible. Yeah, it's I incredible. would, I would give anything for my parents to be able to do this. Yeah. But you wouldn't have thought like 12 months ago, you would never think she would ever do it because she's always been so negative. Like it drains yeah. me how negative she is. And now sometimes she said to me before, like a, a couple of months ago, I sort of fell off a little bit. And she said to me, oh, um, she was like, oh, cheer up. She was like, you're my inspiration. And I just started crying. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> so, like, I feel like sometimes I have to sort of pick myself up as well because it's not like my children are watching me. My mum's like, what's next? What's, what, what do I yeah. do? <laughs> <laughs> Leading the way. Leading the way. Yeah, so oh, it's, it's good. It's good. I think, Liz, it was either it's okay to say no or let go. It was one of those two. Um, I think it was okay to say no, to be honest. Was it? I think so. But yeah, it was really good. Yeah. You know what? You know what? Actually, whichever one is where you say stop knocking on the doors. There's no, you know, that door's not for you anymore. Yeah, I think it's letting go. Is it? That's the yeah. one it was. Because she said that literally, she said that she just burst into tears when you said, stop knocking that door. 
and she was oh she was so into it I loved oh, it God. but it's it's exhausting that's why I know we spend know. so much time kicking down the doors and there's not even behind it like just, just walk away yeah she said that she said as well like just from that moment she closed so many doors like yeah. she just in her in her mind she'd made the decision that that's it I'm not going to entertain that anymore it, it was it was amazing it's a, a powerful way of letting go isn't it yeah oh Lindsay, that was awesome. <laughs> thank you so much do you know what I have I've really really enjoyed tonight and I'm so glad that I've got you all after today so you could all be in my journal tonight <laughs> so I can't wait to get on and tell me mates what I was saying <laughs> <laughs> oh my god you know what i've had the best night you know thank you so much for being here thank you and um i'm excited to see you all next week just so you know now if you go on the app on the top bar there'll be a carousel and that's what we do now um every week so there'll be a new one every month okay like that and if any of your friends want to join the lives if they click on there they can do like um they can purchase like a ticket for like one thing, you know, so it, you don't have to be a member type of thing. Yeah. You just get like a ticket. If you just wanted to pop on and see. Okay. Um, yeah, so you'll know in advance now for a month what's on. Um, yeah, thank you. Oh, thank so you much. so much. That was thank amazing. Thank you so much, Liz. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. See you next week. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Bye, Liz. Bye. 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 Bye.